The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. And it goes a little something like this. Tether it off, we're gonna tether it off the mother sucker. Tether it off the sucker. We want the bump. Give up the bump. We need the bump. We gotta What you wanna be when you grow up? I wanna and now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> Alright, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? Alright. What is this? This looks good. Wow. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Oh, I want to be... My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Luigi Curto, that's me. That's you. That's me. I, that's me. I, I'm that guy. I'm Luigi Curto. You're Joe. Yes. Not Joe Corrado. You're Joe Rafino. Joe Rafino, yes. Joe Rafino. Joe Corrado can be here this week. He hasn't been able to be here in a few weeks. He got right. this. He, he got a. He, he, I talked to him earlier in the day. And he said he got some new business cards because he's been getting really busy at work. They kind of gave him a promotion. He got upped, as we like to say in our yeah. kind of the world. Yeah, he got upped. Nice. They opened up the books and they upped him. They gave him a little bit extra work. But Joe, Joe Rafino's been sitting in and doing a hell of a job, a bang up job on a quick turnaround Tuesday yeah, because we had a four hour freaking marathon on Saturday where we hosted the first ever live <laughs> fantasy special draft where people were able to come in off the street and watch people. Do a fantasy football draft. Literally, everyone in the world who had nothing better to do that day was here at Moonshine Saturday night. Yeah, that was something. But it was incredible. It was like 35 people showed up for this thing, and there's only 10 people drafting. And it was pretty cool. And we had cake. And yeah, cake. And there's all these little pissed off signs coming up across my Facebook live page. I don't understand. Why are you so angry? If you're so angry, don't watch the show. I don't get it. Now, anyway. So Saturday, we did this draft. We had, we had this live draft, and it was the Funkin' Fancy Put Your Money Where Your Mouth is draft. Now, everyone came in here to Moonshot. We did, the, we did the, the, uh, the draft live, and as the picks were coming in, I was critiquing the picks. I was doing the best available. Uh, I was giving different scenarios. I also threw a little snake in the draft and had LaShawn McCoy slide all the way down yeah. to the fifth round, which is pretty good. <laughs> that, was, when, uh, that was a good move by My you. partner, Joe Quill, and I go ahead and picked him up. 
Uh, but it was a great time. Rich Vittori, the, uh, the proprietor here at Moonshine, he was in the draft as well. He is the slowest drafter I've ever seen in my entire life. We had a minute and a half to do this to, to, to make a pick. Yes. Now I asked everybody pre-show, I said, listen, even if you have your pick already to go on standby, just give me like 10, 15 seconds. Let me hit a few little pointers on the... On a little buffer. Yeah, just give me a buffer. Just give me a few seconds so I can, you know, just articulate a little bit on the pick that was made or if something else happens that I can, you know, just talk about it for a few minutes. And everybody was fine with that. 10, 15 seconds, boom, no problem. Rich, tick, 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 tick. All the way down to like three seconds left. Well, you know why, though. And then he finally made the pick. What was that? He was making sure his players were all on the active roster. That's true, because here's why. Because this, this is why you're a son of a bitch for saying this. Because <laughs> I was going to make fun of myself in a minute here. So what happened was, I'm doing the draft, right? Now, again, everyone who knows, you know, knows this show and has been knowing it for a year, I'm the, uh, the, the architect of this freaking dumpster fire, okay? I'm the one who brings the kerosene. I'm the one who pours it in the dumpster. I'm yes. the one who lights it on fire. I'm the one who calls the freaking the fire department to get it to put out at the end of the show. But I'm the one who, who's, who's not only hosting the show, I'm producing the show. I'm doing all of the freaking sound check. I'm doing all of the audio editing. I'm doing all of the engineering. So while that was happening... And phone screening, too, most And of the phone time. screening while that was happening. I don't know why, but my, um, something went wrong with, with Facebook Live. I have no idea what went wrong with that. What was going on there? There's an error. It says error. I'm, I'm still on. You're still, still on? Really? Yeah. And it's like good? Seems to be. It's like quality? Well, for this show, yes. <laughs> Pretty good, you asshole. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I don't know why, but it's not coming up. That's what she said. That's a shame. For some reason, the video went down. What is going on? You know what it is, man. But Jason Emerov's already checking in, and uh, from what I hear, he already had the first pick. He did. For Luigi Versa listeners? Yes, he did. Hold on one second here. Okay, there we go. It's still good. Okay, I just, I just went to a, different, to a different camera feed. That's all. Oh, okay. So anyway, so while this is all happening right now, I'm getting all this stuff ready for the draft. We had to get the food out. We had to get the drinks out. We had to get the seats all ready to go. Plus, I'm doing prep. I'm doing last-minute notes or whatever it is. And then the draft starts. Right. Oh, and we, while that was happening, I was breaking some news on some people getting cut, like Marcus Weedy was getting cut from the Oakland Raiders, things like that. However, during that time, <laughs> Dan Bailey, the kicker for the Dallas Cowboys, while the show was going on, was cut by the right. Dallas Cowboys. Now, I didn't get any breaking news going on because normally I am Mr. Breaking News. I'm the one who go, who, I'm, the, I'm the guy who will give Tony the breaking news sounder, one of this, and let him know when something happens. I don't have a me, <laughs> okay? I don't have a Luigi over here doing these kind of things. I found you a couple things, but you I never got that on my phone because no, I you, think that happened. But you, what you were doing is you, you were following other stuff. You were following, like, yeah. ranking systems and all this other nonsense. Right. The problem is is that Dan Bailey gets cut as this happens. So I go ahead and take – it was the last pick in the draft, which is basically <laughs> what I, is my homage of me saying, I don't even need a second kicker. I don't need it because in this draft – I did have some regulations where you had to take two quarterbacks, you had to take two uh, kickers, you had to take two defenses uh, to make it fair so people weren't just hoarding picks. But I took Dan Bailey with the last pick. Joe Quillen over here, my partner in crime, he, didn't, he wasn't able to get in the league early on because I made a scheduling freaking snafu. So he jumped in as my partner, my silent partner. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Doug's saying. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> said blame Joe. I am. I'm going to blame Joe Quillen for this. <laughs> But here's the thing, though, is that even with that little, that little mishap, okay, our team there, Joseph, is scheduled to uh, – is projected to score the most points by any team in the league this week. And why? 
because it loaded. <laughs> That's why. And we're going to be playing uh, Dan Smith, Hands Off My Jujubes, first okay. time this week. That's going to be the first matchup. Then we have the Nature Boys against the Fuzz. We will be updating the league every week. I have to give everyone to know what's going on. The Iron Sheik plays Make Field Goals Great Again. Third leg, Greg will play Philadelphia Moonshine, Rich. And then Joe Buck yourself against the Boardwalk Raiders in another heated divisional matchup, Joe, this yeah, week. Yeah, that'll be a good one. It's going to be a good one, dude. I don't even know who's on his teams, but I can care less. All I know is that our team, Joe, Kirk, is... Kirk Cousins is on... Our team Johnny's is loaded, team. and that's yeah. all that matters. But anyway, so we got that all set up, and it was a great night. It took four-plus hours to do this. Yeah, that was... But listen, for the people that listen to the draft, it was great because... As I'm going, right, and I'm, I, and, I'm, and I'm giving best available and the reasons why and all this thing like that, and it was a pretty, it was a very professional done broadcast. All you hear is, the draft just crapped out. What the? <laughs> like, that's the best part about it. Is that it was just like a real draft in someone's basement. Only difference was that we were out here in beautiful Moonshine, which is located 1825 East Moimenton Avenue here in South Philadelphia, where we were at every single Tuesday night. And there will be some breaking news because there may be another night added to the situation coming up very oh, yeah? shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Might not just be myself. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. It might be a return of a certain someone. Really? Yeah. Nice. That's all. I'll tease it about that. That's, that's, as, that's as much as I can tease it without ejaculating all over the radio station right now. Okay. Right? So, now normally on Funk and Fantasy, because it's a fancy program, we talk about fancy football, and I can't give you my MVPs and SOBs of the prior week because nobody played. Preseason I can't give count? you. No, it doesn't count. Every, the whole preseason <laughs> doesn't count at any time. Are you sure? I can't give you my rookie report. There's nothing to report. Okay. Now, I can give you my avoid and deploys, which I have here, and I do have my daily fancy value plays, which I'm going to give you um, shortly. And we're also going to do the – we're going to give the, the actual picks for the week because there's actually money to be made here. You know right. what I'm saying? Because yes. that's, that's, that's the, the fancy part. of it. Then we have the reality part of it. But the thing that everyone loves about this show is we do the, the Luigi vs. the Listener's Fantasy Showdown, where we pick a different category and we build a fantasy football team – using that category, you know, to fill in the spots of the quarterbacks, the running backs, the wide receivers, flex, tight end, defenses, and kickers. Now, sometimes we use a fictional category. Sometimes we use a real-life category. In this instance, we're going to use a real-life category because we're going to kick off the NFL season this week with the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Atlanta Falcons. So it is your job, listeners, to go against me to try to take me down. Now, I only lost twice last year. My record was impeccable, as Mike Tyson would say. Now... Impregnable. It was impregnable. <laughs> this week, again, it's, you can use any Atlanta Falcon or any Philadelphia Eagle in the history of either franchise to fill out any of the positions on the fantasy football roster. Now, every single week, Jason Nemroff takes the first pick for the listeners. Uh. He's been the loyal Nemroff. So we have the Nemi pick that comes in. Now, sometimes he's been money. Sometimes he's been not. He defecated the bed today. He, he, Joe doesn't like the pick. Now, you can chime in at 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874 to also make a pick for the listeners or to also ask a fantasy football question yourself. Now, Joe, Joe Rafino over here will be monitoring Twitter and Facebook, hashtagging Funkin' Fantasy with your questions, concerns, and we'll be answering those questions and adding to your concerns. Now, Nemiroff went ahead and picked a quarterback for the first pick. He took a quarterback for the listeners, and he went Randall Cunningham. This is a mistake. It's a mistake early on because I think there's, a, there's two other quarterbacks worthwhile yeah. to take over Randall Cunningham for either team. 
But nonetheless, the listeners take Randall Cunningham at quarterback. So, Joe, you have that listed. Yep, I got it written down. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take I'm going to take a wide receiver to start this thing out because I can wait on the quarterback now. So I'm going to take I'm taking Julio Jones. Yeah, it's I'm taking Julio Jones for, the, for, for, for Luigi's pick to start off the wide receivers. Now, Joe, Joe Rufino is also going to make some picks here, too. Now, you remember Joe from last year as Torpedo Joe, That's Captain it. Caveman himself, who whenever the listeners had a chance to win this thing, Joe would go ahead and make his, his, his normal pick during his stardom, sit him, cash rate him segment, which will we be having that back this year, Joe? Sure. Do you have one this, this week? No. No. Okay, no problem. No, not when I'm up here with you. Oh, oh, oh that's, oh, that's what you said. way too much pressure. I got you. It's way too much pressure, it right. Is, yes. So I, Joe would I usually... I can't show prep that much in advance. Joe would usually come... Do you do prep? What? <laughs> so Joe would usually come in, and he would do his start him, sit him, cash rate him segment, and then he would make a pick for the listeners. And it would always go south at that point in time. But now this time, Joe's sitting up here with me at the helm. Just don't understand my brilliance. And people are saying, what up here on Facebook Live? What up? You can call in at 619-924-9874. Now... And we don't have a call screener, so just like, you know, Ray Charles at the airport, buddy. We're flying blind. Now, Joe, I want to make your pick. The quarterback has been taken. You have Randall Cunningham. Yeah. All right, so I, I get anybody you I want. You can go anybody you want from either team at any, part of the t- at any part in time. Yes, David Price, you can boo. You can boo the picks. In fact, I invite that, you to call in and boo the picks. Is that a little thing by Santana? We're not talking baseball right now, Holy guys. We're back smokes. here in football. Let's go. The Phillies. Or in the toilet, but the, uh, the ball has been over the fence here in Miami. Right. Since I learned a lot from um, Saturday night's four-hour extravaganza, I'm going to go running back. Now, there's three quality fantasy point-getters. Yeah, there are. There really are. I'm going to, out of the three that I'm thinking of, this one is probably the most all-purpose catching, uh, receiving, and, and rushing. Mm-hmm. Basically carried the Eagles um, for... Two years, I guess. Uh-huh. And um, that would be Ricky. Ricky Waters you're taking? Yes. Oh, dude. I, I hate to do it. <laughs> this early? This early you're taking Ricky? It's a little early. For, it's, it's a reach on Ricky. I still, we still got another running back. It's I'm a reach. Okay. You do. Okay, so I'm going to go, and I'm going to just lock up this wide receiver position for good. And I'm going to take my second wide receiver now and take Terrell Owens. So now I have Terrell Owens and Julio Jones, and you have Randall Cunningham and Ricky Waters. That's it. So you are building the lowest scoring fantasy team in the history. <laughs> What's that? For who, for what? That's exactly. It. Joe, exactly. you are destroying it. Now, people are, Joe, That's they a, are booing you. They no. are booing you out loud here on Facebook That's Live. That's a better pick than Randall for no, that's not, No, it's not. But see, everybody, so you see, see, see how this works, okay? I, it, it's all about building the best fantasy team using the players available. Now, later on in the season, we're going to be doing some fun, some more fun stuff. We use the cartoon characters and the TV characters, yes. and that's always great. We do candy. We do all kinds of stuff. It gets funny in here. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to start off by saying that uh, earlier in the year, well, earlier in this week, uh, I actually had a chance to do something leisurely for myself for once, and uh, James Dolan say Luigi already won. It, it was in the bag before it <laughs> even started, man. Come on. Now, usually Doug McGregor comes in here with the laminated list and everything like yes. that. He, he is visibly, visibly shaken whenever, some, whenever a bad pick is made. Yes, he, he throws is. the list down. It's hysterical, man. It's the funniest thing ever. Now, um, earlier in the week, I had, a, I, I had a random day off. And I was given tickets uh, by, by Andrea over here, was a sweetheart. And she gave me tickets to see Steve Martin and Martin Short. Two-man show live. Nice. We're talking two-thirds of the three amigos. All right? Now, this thing, now, I, I've never been to a play. I've never been to any kind of uh, 
Well, I did go to a play. I went to Dante's Inferno. But I never went to any kind of like a like a theater like a theater type show. You know what I mean? I and I had a chance to see daughter. I had a chance to see two icons in Steve Martin and Marshall. Now Martin Short made the show. This guy's all over the place. And I wanted to throw out there the question, like, you know, is there any kind of if you were able to see one, like a one man show or a two man show, mm -hmm. you know, if you were able to go see, you know, pick anybody you wanted to, who would it be and why? Now, is there anybody, Joe, that you would like? Like, cause, you know, you have like uh, like Robert De Niro does his one man show. Uh, Chaz. Chaz does his one man show. Does the Bronx Tale. Billy Crystal. Now, Billy Crystal's a great one. Now, I would pay to go see the Billy Crystal show. I would like to see Tyson. Tyson's one man show. I would just show. laugh at him speaking. You couldn't even understand a word coming out of his mouth. Exactly. That's what I mean. You wouldn't even understand it. He's actually got an ad on. Uh, was it copper copper gel? It's a uh, pain pain ointment. He, he does it on the Stern show. It's it's freaking hilarious. Oh, okay, but I, I like I would like to see maybe Pacino do his. Um, yeah, Pacino would be good too. I'd like to see. I'd be honest, I, I, maybe even Bill Clinton do a one man show. I like to see Bill Clinton do a one man show. You know, but he usually works better with a partner. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, but there's also but Steve Martin and Martin Short was worth the price of admission, and the price of admission on those tickets was very very expensive. So thank you very very much. I appreciate it. Come on, Joe, bring us home with you, man. Yeah, little buttercup. Sweet little buttercup, my little buttercup, oh, I love you. It's a classic, brother. It is good. It's classic. The Three Amigos is a classic. But I got to see two of the Amigos, and those guys, for like 30 years now, have been doing this. Ed Grimley was not in the house. He was not in the house. I will tell you that, the sh like, as good as Steve Martin was, uh, the, sh the show was made, Martin Short made the show. I mean, talk about energy. Now, Steve Martin's seven th 73 years old. He's looked 73 since he was 30, which is hard to do. Yeah. But he's, but he's done it. Now, Martin Short is 68 years old. Is he really? Yes. And if you want to see something funny, you've never laughed harder in your <laughs> life till you've seen Martin Short's legs dangling off the side of a piano. And he sits up and he goes, he starts laughing. And he looks around. And he goes, "There's no reason why a grown man should have this much real estate on a piano." <laughs> it's hilarious. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Now, Steve Martin also, when you see him playing a banjo, and he's like, "This guy is one of the best banjo players in the world, Joe." Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, he, no, can, he can strum it, dude. Yeah, he's pretty. Good, he's man. got a show called. Uh, he's got a song called "I Can Play the Banjo," and it's it's basically the most like self like deprecating song ever in the history of songs. He does like these little solos and he messes it up on purpose. It's pretty funny, man. It's good. Yeah, yeah so if you could check out Steve Martin and Martin Short, I, I, would, I would do it. And it just made me think of who else I would like to see in person or if anyone else has ever seen one of these one-man or two-man shows not starring two girls or one girl in a behind a piece of glass you have to continuously put quarters inside of to keep the show going. Not that kind of a show where the tickets are paid in full in advance. And you may or may not be offered cocaine at some point in the night. Maybe. What about you, Joe? You ever seen one of these one or two man shows? What do you do? No. You look at baseball stats no, right now. I'm looking at Ricky Wooders' oh, numbers Ricky right Wood here, Wood Wood and I'm looking at 1,200 yards, 1,400 yards, 1,100 yards, 1,200 yards, 1,200 and 1,200 rushing. And that's not even talking about his reception. It's a commutative effort, Joe. It's a commutative effort, and there's no way that you are going to be able to pull this off. Now, well, I'm saying he's probably got better numbers than uh, Jamal Anderson. Now, it's, it, 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 hold on. Now it is the it's the, it's also the the listeners' pick. So we're gonna make another pick for the listeners real fast, Joe. And I'm gonna open the phone lines up at 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. Now people on Facebook, I'll let you guys make a pick in a, in a little while, and hopefully we'll hear from Joe Jenkins, uh, who was over in Afghanistan and couldn't make his pick live during the show on Saturday. Who was in the league, but he said he might try to call in tonight. So oh, cool. Hopefully we'll hear from Joe. Maybe he can get uh, maybe hopefully he can get service over there. I mean, who knows what the winds or the weather's like yeah. or whatever over there. God bless him. Uh, 
But anyway, so you can, we'll let people check in on there. People are checking in on, on Twitter right now. I don't have the ability to go look at my phone right now, Joe, because remember, a long time ago, I'd stay on my phone all day long, and I would lose track of time. I can't do that anymore. I have to stay focused. Okay. I have to stay focused. Now, Steve Mar- uh, James Dolan says Steve Martin should have done his Rupert character from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Now, they showed, some, they showed clips of the movies. They did show some clips of the movies and things like that. So uh, they, they basically... Uh, they showcase their entire catalog. Really? Both, yeah, cool, both of the man. actors. They did all the catch-up. They did everything. They did no. They did not show inner space. I, I love inner space. Inner space is fantastic. I love inner space. Got Meg Ryan through a people. Yes. Dennis yeah. Quaid. Yeah. So yeah but, and then they did a. No, was, that was Armed and Dangerous. I'm sorry. What's that? Hello, Mr. Killers. Right now, Joe. I'm going to let you make a pick. I'm going to make a pick, and then I'm going to go into my avoid and deploys. All right, for the week. This is going into the fantasy football week, leading into the fantasy football week, because Thursday kicks us off with the Falcons visiting the Super Bowl defending champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Joseph, you've already taken a quarterback and you've taken a running back. Right. You can go, you, there's a lot of different ways you can go with this thing, uh, but if I were you, I would start leaning towards the wide receiver end of the thing. No, I'm just kidding, man, because you already, I already took wide, two wide receivers. Yeah, you were yeah. here. You learned about the strategy, Joe. Yeah. I, can't get the, I can't pull the wool over your eyes. Or can I? Probably could. What's it going to be, Joe? I'm going to take another running back. Of course you are, because you're a running back whore. Where That's you going? That's it. I'm kind of like first baseman of Matt Clentech's thing. Oh, What's it going to be, Joe? Comment, sorry. I'm going to go with uh, another all-purpose guy. I'm going to go with uh, Warwick Dunn. Now, I like Warwick Dunn. I was going to keep Warwick Dunn as my sleeper for later. Really? Yeah, because I really didn't need to take him now, because I figured you already, took, you already took Ricky Waters. So Julio's off the board for me. Terrell Owens off the board. And we just took Warwick Dunn off the board, and Ricky Waters came off prior to that. I'm going to go ahead and just take the tight end right now and blow it out of the water. I'm taking Tony Gonzalez from the Atlanta. So you can put All down right. Tony, Tony Gonzalez from University of California. Ertz is going to have better numbers anyway. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez is like uh, the, the second greatest tight end in the history of tight ends, if not the first. Exactly. So. He's the second because you know who's going to be first. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Tony knows who's going to be third. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Zach Ertz, probably. So I'll take Tony Gonzalez. And then Ertz. I'll take Tony Gonzalez for the win. All right. Oh, Jason Nemrov says Kevin Smith and Jason Mees is awesome to see. As you, as you know, Silent Je- uh, what you call it? Jay uh, and Silent, Silent Bob. Bob. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob are fantastic. They That's still in the heroin, or are they off of that by now? Well, uh, Kevin Smith lost a ton of weight. Yeah. He lost a ton of weight, man. He lost about 50 freaking pounds. Joe, people are saying game over here to this, man. Already? Yeah, people are saying game over, man. But we're going to have to listen. See, that's biased because you already the, the you ass, had Ricky Waters. The ass whooping's going to keep on going. Joe, that's do fine. better next time, buddy. Yeah, so here fine. we go. Avoid and deploys for the week. Now, I'm never the guy to tell you to start Antonio Brown. I'm the, tell, I'm the guy who tells you when to sit Antonio Brown. I make the hard calls, the difficult calls. So I'm going to give you the guys to avoid this week leading into fantasy. Now, I know it's a little hard to judge this because it's week one, and, and even the guys you drafted in the first round, and I have – one guy here that people did definitely draft in the first round who I'm going to tell you to sit very early on. I know it's hard to justify that because you just took him number one. I mean, I'm not number one, but you just took him early. in the first round, and here I am telling you to sit him. Now, I did say number one because some people did take Le'Veon Bell. He's not even with a team right now. <laughs> That's a problem because a lot of people who took Le'Veon Bell number one it was a consensus made a mistake because Todd Gurley should have went number one, and now Le'Veon Bell may or may not even be ready to go week one. Which really hurts because, like we said, Joe, before, that you can't, you can't win your, your fantasy draft in your first round, but you sure as shit can lose it in the first round. Yes. Okay, so. Trust me, I know that. I'm going to give you 
my four players to avoid this week. Number one, Lamar Miller, running back for the Houston Texans at the New England Patriots. He is the most overrated back in the NFL up against a top five run defense. It really does not sound like a smart play to me, okay? Uh, I do feel that the Houston Texans will score points up there in Foxborough. However, it will be uh, via the legs of Deshaun Watson and the, uh, the hands of DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. I, I, I think Lamar Miller, like I said, is, is the most overvalued, overrated running back in the NFL today. And I had him on my absolute no draft list. Nice. So whoever did draft him, sit him this week. Well, you got to stay consistent. I like that. I'm avoiding Pat Mahomes. Now, uh, Pat Mahomes is a nice little steal late in the draft. I think he's going to put up some nice numbers here and there. Not, like, not on a consistent basis. Uh, I, I, I feel that you know, he'll start getting a little bit more acclimated to the offense and getting his feet on him as the season goes along and progress a little bit. I don't expect him to go out there and put big numbers up from a second-year standpoint. But he's at the Chargers this week. Uh, it's the first start of the year on the road for the young gunslinger. Watch how many little uh, little drop. Watch how many little little NFL slogan uh, slogan drops I put in here real quick. So it's uh it's the it's the first start of the year for the young gunslinger. Ding. Ding. There's one. And the Chargers being susceptible to the run. Ding. Ding. I need a bell. I think Andy Reid will put this game into Kareem Hunt's hands. Ding. And not rather than his young single signal caller. Nice. Ding. There was four. So now. I really do believe that the Kansas City Chiefs will go out there. They will use Kareem Hunt early and often to take the pressure off of Pat Mahomes. Oh, in the beginning of the season, he always right. does. But I do think the Chargers at home will be up for this thing, and I, I think the Chargers are going to be able to put a – I think they're going to put a beating. Where are they playing? They're in, they're in L.A. I think Very they're going to – thank you, Joe. See, now, <laughs> I, I make the mistake of still calling the San Diego Chargers forever, and I'm on a streak of five I, I now, five yeah. times that I have called the L.A. Chargers by their proper given name. Five-time champ, Five-time champ, baby. Now – I do feel that the Chargers are going to lay a whooping on the Kansas City Chiefs. They have absolutely zero secondary. They have no cornerbacks. None. None. I mean, it's, it's like Byron Maxwell out there. Freaking would, it's not good. It's not good. Byron Maxwell doesn't play for him. I'm just saying. Um, Vernon does. He does. <laughs> but they are, they are, they are just a, a, a disaster on defense. And starting on the road with the rookie quarterback, I'm not in love with that matchup whatsoever. Uh, another one. Another, here's a sexy tight end pick that everyone was doing. Trey Burton. Oh, Trey Burton. Uh, let me tell you guys, the pack is back, and uh, Burton and the Bears will be in for a hurting, Joe, because uh, I am not liking Mitch Trubisky on the road against those Green Bay Packers and that no. defense and Aaron Rodgers coming back. Uh, Trey Burton. Well, when you're like a fifth option. Listen, Kevin White's back. They have Allen Hurt. I mean, I'm sorry. They have Allen Robinson there. Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen will be plenty busy. Uh, listen, every, every quarterback's best friend is a tight end. However, he's one of the bigger weapons you do have to stop. Right now, receiving-wise, for the Chicago Bears, and I think, I think that the Green Bay Packers do a nice job to keep him just under wraps. Now, I'm not saying he's going to get shut out, right. but don't expect anything big from Trey Burton this week. I think a lot of people jumped the gun on Trey Burton, and what I mean by jump the gun is that they waited. They waited. Now, James Dolan says the Chargers are 2-8 and eight in the last 10 versus Kansas City. However, however... They did win two, and it is a new game. And it is a new year. Okay, it doesn't mean it's gonna. It doesn't mean it's gonna stay that way. I think that the Chargers are gonna win against Kansas City. That's just be it. All right. Now, moving on to the last avoid player, <sighs> Odell Beckham Jr. I am telling everyone to avoid Odell Beckham Jr. It is literally easier to get into Israel than it is to get open against Jalen Ramsey and the Jacksonville Jaguars secondary. Yeah, exactly. I am telling people right now, 
I know you drafted him in the top 10 of your fantasy drafts in the first round this, this, this year. But Odell Beckham Jr. at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars is a sit for me this week. Well, not only does he have to get open, Eli's got to have more exactly. than seconds to be able to spit the ball out. And I think that that vaunted Jacksonville Jaguars defense will do a great job of going in there and keeping Odell Beckham Jr. and Eli Manning under wraps and off the scoreboard. I'm thinking that this is the week that Odell Beckham Jr., that, that you have to sit him in. It's early on, it's week one. And I know you draft this guy in week one. I mean, in round one, it's hard for you to sit that guy because you just spent a first-round pick on him. But sometimes you have to. It's the right move. Moving on, deploy, my deploys. Joe Mixon at Indy. Mixon's going to have his own little Indy 500. We'll call it the Indy 200 this week. He's going to have about okay. 200 all-purpose yards out there in Indianapolis. Nice. Um, that, that, that Colts defense is porous. I mean, horrible. Looking at Emmanuel Sanders against the Seahawks, all right? Now, Emmanuel Sanders is the most underrated man in Denver next to Dwayne Chapman, who's dog the bounty hunter, all right? <laughs> because Emmanuel Sanders, talk about Batman and Robin, right? Now, you say Damaris Thomas is Batman and Emmanuel Sanders is Robin. I would flip it. I, I think Emmanuel Sanders is the more valuable commodity out there at wide receiver in Denver. Okay. He, I, I, look, who's, the, who's quarterbacking out there? Case Keenum is out there. Oh, now, Damaris okay. Thomas is, I think, more physically gifted as far as strength goes. But as far as route running and hands, I, I'd say, I, to me, it's, it's a no-brainer in Emmanuel Sanders. And the guy gets open and he puts up with steadier numbers. I, I think he's going to have an easier time of getting open against the Seahawks, even though it's not really the vaunted Seahawks defense of old. Um, I would roll with Emmanuel Sanders. He's a deploy for me. Joe Flacco, no better way to keep your starting job than the Buffalo Bills coming to town, all right? <laughs> Joe Flacco needs to put on a nice show for everyone in, in, uh, in Baltimore because he's got Lamar Jackson breathing down his neck, okay? And they've already made it clear that they're going to try to start implementing Lamar Jackson in the offense. Right. So Joe Flacco up against the Buffalo Bills. He'll make use of Michael Crabtree's new little possession toy he has over there. Alex Collins at running back. They'll have a nice, they'll have a nice job against that soft. Buffalo defense, Baltimore's defense will have a, a huge advantage over the over Nathan Peterman coming in there. Nathan, don't call me Jay Peterman starting. Right. Okay, right. they'll have plenty of opportunity to score points. Flacco's a nice play this week, and then here's another one: OJ Howard at the Saints. Now the Bucks are gonna need some juice in this game, and OJ yeah, is just guy. what they order. Not OJ Simpson. No, OJ Howard. Now OJ Howard is second in the pecking order to, to Cameron Braid out there, but. They do use O.J. Howard early and often in, in a lot of their offensive sets. Now, I do feel that O.J. Howard will be the primary starting tight end by midway of the season as the, as the season progresses you know, going forward. But the Saints secondary is, t- is, is tough, Joe. They've come on last year. They showed that the Saints, that who that is back right. okay, over there in the secondary. And the one place that they are susceptible is at the linebacker core, which most teams are. And O.J. Howard will be able to exploit those matchups. Look for O.J. Howard to get in that four to six catch range and probably get in the end zone. Uh, he's a nice little sleeper play, but he's, he's, he's a safe deploy for this week. All right. Now, before I get on to my daily fantasy value plays, you know, just, Joe, we give you the daily fantasy because, you know, we play daily fantasy here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a daily fantasy player. I'm big into it. Uh, I've been cashing checks for a long time. And in the league that we run here, the Funkin' Fantasy Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is League, we have a community fantasy, daily fantasy pool, which we do is every single week, every player from the fantasy team, we rotate each single week, makes a different selection for a different position each week. The okay. low man that week who makes the worst selection doesn't make, a, doesn't make a pick the next week. 
Okay. So maybe you, you know, maybe you're in the money one week, but you're out of the money the next week. So it's important that you stay on this stuff. And these guys in this league, they know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing, unlike myself. So before we get into those, I want to do, we get back to the Luigi versus the listeners showed it. All right. Now, I got my phone lines are freaking wide open here. I'm pissed off because plenty of people are checking in on Facebook Live, but nobody calls in tonight. So the, 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 uh, the calls are silent. They're low. I don't have a call screener. Now, remember Saturday? How great was Saturday? Brian oh, Martell, geez. Marty yeah, 5000 came back. What's that? I don't want you. No, I don't want Andrew to screen the phone calls. Because, no. What the hell do you want, huh? Who's, who the you want? this? What do you want? Watching a Phillies game over here. <laughs> exactly. Now, anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, Brian Martell, Marty 5000, came back last week. We all remember him, the resident, the resident nerd, the IT guy. He didn't have his vegetable He lasagna. did not have his vegetable lasagna. They actually pulled that from the menu, <laughs> and they put other you know, vegetarian choices on the menu here at Moonshine, which is continuously always changing. Now, Joe, I asked you earlier if you wanted any food if you were hungry. No, that was good. Because I, I came in here, I ate. I had a little um, I had the chicken rice bowl, but I did the sprouts on the side. Nice. I, like, I like the Brussels sprouts. I mean, they don't like me, but I like them. Yeah. You know what I'm but they do it with this like lemon parmesan thing on top. It's pretty good. Now, other stuff here is good. Though. Well, I need to get I need the excess gas to get out of me, and the reason why is because I'm running my first ever race. That's right. I'm in my fr- I'm doing my fr- I, I've started I I started picking up jogging, or it could be jogging, it could be a soft J. Could be. Now I did this se- I got into this several months ago, and I stuck with it. I thought I was going to stop when I lost my running partner. But I, I stayed with it, and it turns out that I remember that I was an athlete, <laughs> and I can actually run, you know what I mean? <laughs> and aside from, I mean, I've done a lot of weight training. I still do that all the time. And what happens is, is that your, uh, your, your capillaries, right, even if you're not used to long-distance long running, your capillaries start to expand after, like, when you start running. And you get, like, these, these crackhead itches, like, all over your body because your blood's going through all your different muscles. And like I said, even though I work out vigorously through the, through the course of the week and I train for mixed martial arts and all those things like that, I don't do long-distance running. So I would run, like, a quarter mile, and I start itching like, uh, like Tyrone from the freaking, you know, from the Chappelle show, right? And then a quarter mile turned into a half, and then a half turned into a mile. And then all of a sudden, I'm deciding this is, like, this is now a challenge to me. Right? It's, it's, it's a challenge to me to push through that 13-minute that mile, that 12-minute mile, 11-minute mile. Now I'm running sub-seven. Nice. Sub-seven. Six-minute, 44-second mile. That's fast, bro. Right. Now I can't sustain that shit for right. five miles. But it proved that I can do this. Okay? And what I've done now is I needed a, I needed a race to get into for my first race, which, I, which I'm getting into on September 30th. And what better cause? And for the kids. Absolutely. And it just so happens that Joe is attached to a, a charity himself at CHOP, at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And, you know, we do a lot of things here for CHOP. We do shots for tots. But now I'm going to be running for yep. Joe and his squad. Joe, what's, what's, the, what's the team name again? It's going to be uh, Team Kenzie. Team it's Kenzie. My niece, yeah. So Joe, we're, I'm going to be running for Joe's niece. Now, people are going to be walking this thing, but not me. I used to walk these races, but no more. I'll be walking. I'm, I'm sprinting like the Flash. I'm running like, <laughs> like, 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 like I owe somebody money. You understand well, what I'm saying? There are people who dress up in costumes when they do this, too. I'm thinking, of, go, actually... I'm thinking of going Gump. Yeah, I'm okay. thinking of going for it. No, are you kidding me? I'm going to be... I'm, I'm not going to be in Nikes. It has nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick. Because okay. what I did was I went out and got fitted for running shoes. And I, fig- I found out that I have a slight arch. I have a f- slight arch in my foot. Okay. So I bought these shoes. Ugly as sin, bro. Yeah. $125. I paid $125 for the ugliest freaking sneakers well, you've ever seen. Well, run so nobody sees them. Oh, my God. These things are beautiful, though, man. Yeah? I, it feels like I'm running on pillows. Really? Yeah, they're fantastic, man. It's amazing what they do. My pillow? Not my pillow. Oh. 
But if you call now, you get a second fine pillow for free. Nice. So we're going to be running. And then I'll, but see what happened is, is that now they got into it, right? Now they got into it. It's, it's like therapy for me because when you're running, all you can do is really is you can breathe. Okay. Right? And then you start, you know, I don't worry about the clock. I don't worry about any of that stuff. And what the hell is that? Jason Nemiroff says, how goes D work? You're a, you're, how does D work year or single guy? I, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, oh, how's the defense work for the Luigi versus the listeners showdown? It's a single defensive player, Jason. One single defensive player. Now, so anyway, so I entered so this race. So what do I do, Joe? I get a little funky. I'm not, I can't. I don't want to just one run. Right. So I, I entered the Atlantic City Marathon. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to go run out of boardwalk. I'm going to a little blackjack. You know, <laughs> hang out for a little, make a weekend out of it. And then, what do I do after that? I sign up for the Philadelphia Marathon. So Jeez. if I'm dead by December, please don't send thoughts and prayers. <laughs> no. Send donations. We'll send them to, we'll send them to Kenzie. What size, what size uh, running shoes? So I wear a 10, oh, but you got to go up to 10 and a half. You got to buy, buy a, so, a half a size bigger because your feet swell. Well, if you don't make it, I'll take the shoes, but I'm, I'm not a 10. You're not a 10? No, I'm no like, you're more like a 6 to me anyway, John. Like you trimmed the goatee up a little bit, buddy. Maybe, maybe you took care of yourself a little bit. Maybe, you could be maybe a Stretch it to a 7. So anyway, um, so we're going to make a quick pick. And in the phone, we got phone calls here. I think Charlie's calling in with the Tuesday 10. Now, Joe, it's your turn for the listeners. Now, the listeners right now have a quarterback as Randall Cunningham. They have both their running backs, like Ricky Waters and Warwick Dunn. I have yet to make a running back selection, but I'm sitting with Julio Jones and T.O.'s my wide receivers and Tony Gonzalez at my tight end. Joe, where are we going with this? Now, Joe Quillen's going to make a Quill's pick. Quillen's going to help out. Joe Quillen's going to make a pick. Joe, what, are you gonna, what, what, do you, what says you here, Joe? Come on now. The suspense is killing me. All right. Where do you want me to go? Wide receiver. I, mean, I don't think it doesn't matter where you go. You're getting blitzed tight, over Tight here. end's going to be is fairly easy, so we can hold off. You don't need one. to take a tight end because I already took one, so you can wait on that. So where are you going to go, Joe? Now, I thought you already had one ready. You're going to come up here and waste my time. Not just my time. It's everybody's time because everyone's <laughs> listening. Come on. Uh, let's go wide receiver here. All right. All right. Who's it going to be, Joe? Andre Risen. Andre Bad Moon Rising. Left eye. All right. So you're taking Andre Bad Moon Rising at wide receiver. Now, I'm going to go ahead and take a running back because – You've already taken your running backs. So I'm going to take an all-purpose back. But I'm going to go way back. I'm going to go Wilbert Montgomery. So I'm taking Wilbert right now as my running back. Oh, it's getting bad, Joe. You lost on that one. I lost? Yeah. I can still take another running back. That's okay. I'm just letting you know. My guy's still yeah. performing. Well, take, speaking about guys outperforming everyone, let's go to the phones. Maybe you can help us out with this podcast right now. 610496. Is this Charlie? Yo, this is me. Hey, Yo, Chuck, what's up, what's up buddy? Now, Charlie's calling in with the Tuesday 10. Now, normally he's here live in studio. He, was, he stopped by for the Saturday show, which happened to be the one-year anniversary show. And, and Charlie comes in. He does a Tuesday 10. He gives us 10 questions that he picks up during the course of his day randomly. And, uh, you know, he shoots them at us rapid-fire style, and we answer them to the best of our abilities. And most often than not, we, we get some fun answers. What do you say, Joe? Are you ready hey. to pay attention? What are you doing, Joe? I'm, I'm searching through uh, Jesus Christ. This guy's... Let's see what happens. I got when, you. Oh, you got us on Twitter over there? Yeah, man. All right, good. We'll, do, we'll go to Twitter in a second. All right, Charlie, let's get it started, buddy. All right, we're ready? We're never ready, all but right, we're here. number one, <laughs> who's your all-time fantasy football draft bust? All-time fantasy football draft bust. Oh, man. Took him in the first round overall, and he just didn't perform. Jesus. Um... 
let's see here, man. No, not Bobby Hoyne. <laughs> Bobby Hoyne wasn't going in the first round. Now we're not. Now we're not going to do like the injury thing, right? I probably, no, not the injury thing. Just the player that fell off the face of the earth. I'd probably pick Chris T. Jones if I played fantasy back then. No, 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 no. I had a guy. Yo, I know I who it was. I know. Wait. I know who it was. I know who it was. Stop. I know who it was. It was um, son of a bitch. It was I. I, I, I it was, this is the last year. So this is what happened. It's the last. Chris Holmes. No, no. This is the last year I stopped wow. using. Um, uh, ESPN, listen to all those guys. I decided to become the, one of those guys and do my own damn homework. It's the last time that ever happened. And I made a mistake, and I didn't take uh, Chris Johnson the year he went for 2,000 yards. And instead, I took someone else. And I forget the da- guy's name. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pull it up right now. I just got to look at the, 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 um, the roster real fast. Uh, but, Joe, Joe Rafino, do you have one while I pull this up real no, quick? Joe Quillen's got something. Joe Quillen's got one. What, what was it, Joe? I know you said not injuries, but I got a one-two punch. I decided to go for double points. I went for Steve Young and Jerry mm-hmm. Rice. <laughs> Steve Young gets a concussion the first game of the year, and Jerry, Jerry Rice blows out his knee. Oh, okay. Nice. See, that's injuries. Yeah, but now let me give you the biggest draft bust in the first round. Now, I thought I had this guy pegged because that's what all the experts said, right? Now, I'm going to say this, and then I'm – now, Joe, you know me. I don't like to curse on air because, you know, I try to keep it professional as possible. And, Charlie, I know that, you know, you, you got some virgin ears. That's about all that's virgin on you. But yeah, you, you, you got some virgin ears. So I'm going to say a bad word in the middle of this. But he screwed me over so bad. Steve motherfucking Slayton. That freaking punk, the Houston Texans running back, Steve – remember Steve Slayton? <laughs> Exactly. No one remembers Steve Slayton. No. He was supposed. He was a first round pick. No. He was out of West Virginia. He was a small guy. He was there when um, uh, who the hell was a damn uh, Pat frickin' um, who was the quarterback there? Who was the quarterback? Pat White. Pat White. Pat White was the quarterback oh, at West Virginia during time. Steve Slayton was was like a four was, four speed guy. Was supposed to be like this this great dual threat, and he. Freaking sucked, man. He was horrible. I took him back to back. I, I took him on the way back of that of that draft. Uh, I got Steven Jackson before that, okay. so it, like salvaged it a little bit. But I took it to yeah. Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson was right there. He rushed for two freaking thousand yards. So yeah, that was my. It, it hurt a little bit because I had the twelfth pick in the draft and I wasted on Steve Slate. Yeah, L.J. Smith. L.J. Smith is even worse. Pride of Rutgers. My, my buddy blocked for Steve Slayton at West Virginia. So then he knows Steve motherfucker Slayton. Tell him I said he owes me 350 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next All question, right. Chuck. What's the worst things have snowballed and affected you at work because someone didn't show up for their shift? Okay, so... As everyone knows, I also, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a broadcaster by, by day, but I'm a, right. <laughs> I'm a security guard by night. <laughs> so I work for the Philadelphia Museum of Art. And when you work for the Philadelphia Museum of Art, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but there is obviously 24-hour security rolling around at that place around the clock, right? Now, as security, as security if you're not... You have to be on post. There has to be someone posted around where, wherever you're supposed to be at your station at all times. If your relief does not come to your post, they can't send you home. 
because if you're not there, no one's there to watch it, right? right? So it's just like you're basically stuck. And then you have a little, you know, you have some words with that person the next day. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the Philadelphia Museum of Art also has a storage facility, which is separate from the, the museum. It's where all the stuff that's now on display is, is held. I'm not going to tell anybody where that is. But that right. place is like Fort Knox. It's in a pot. And one, it was last year there was a snowstorm here in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. we, got like two, we got like a nor'easter. It was like, like a foot and a half dropped like in, in an hour, right. right? I'm on my way to work. And all the way down there, yep. I'm going, I'm going to get stuck here. So I got all the provisions. I got the milk. I got the bread. I got the eggs. I got the Playboys. I got all that stuff, right? I'm ready to go down. And I get down there, and I knew that I was going to get that phone call that they wouldn't, I can't get out. I can't shovel out. Yes, you can. You just don't want to, right? right? So because they didn't show up to work, I didn't work eight. I didn't work 16. I didn't work 24, Joe. Oh, man. I worked a 36-hour shift really? because I couldn't, because no, could, no one could get to me to relieve me. 36 hours. Jesus. No, no, it wasn't like yeah, the no, museum no, where Teddy museum. Roosevelt can come to life and all these paintings can come out there. No, no, no. It, mammoth. it doesn't work that way. <laughs> so I had to get stuck there. Because, so that's the snowball effect. If, if they didn't show, I got screwed. Yeah, you know I, what? I, I basically turned into Jack Nichols <laughs> yeah. in The Shining, and I was just walking around going, how's my credit? How about, how's my credit? Joey Mob. <laughs> Talking to the wall. That's what happened. I got screwed over on the snow, too. I think uh, back in the 90s, they had that. Two foot of snow, nasty, nasty snowstorm. Okay. Two of the guys, one guy, you know, was sick, and the other one said his back hurt him. So I ended up having to shovel an apartment complex, three different courts, which I think there are about 30 apartment, uh, 30 walkways in each one. You had to shovel that much? Yeah. That's an outrage, bro. Yeah. And people were, like, throwing beer out their window to me. But people love the snow. Which was, which was nice. But people love the snow, right? Snow brings nothing but problems. You see what happens? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a snowball effect. Exactly. Snow comes, it ruins everyone's exactly. life. Exactly. Especially mine. Next question. Back, back in college, I worked as a trash man during the summer. Ooh, and rough. the guy they put me with, who claimed he could throw trash, quite literally walked do? about a half a block behind the trash truck. <laughs> I did both sides the entire day. Normally, you're done in five or six hours. I had to do the whole route by myself, and my arms were falling off by the end with this idiot <laughs> chastising me walking a half a block behind me for an entire day. Meanwhile, he didn't do crap. It was the worst. Yeah, it sucks, especially in the summer. All right, we were, we were that, ready for number three. Yeah, I think everyone <laughs> yeah, is there, Charlie, because you just put half the right. fucking podcast to sleep. So let's rock and run. Keep it going, baby. High energy tonight. Come on, baby. All right, so uh, <laughs> who's the biggest draft or fantasy draft sleeper you have ever picked up? Here we go. My claim to fame. My claim to fame. So a couple years back, a buddy of mine asked me to go do a fantasy draft with him. Yes. And he says to me, he says, Lou, I need your expertise. Come in and help me out. Let's split this thing, right? I said, okay, no problem. I said, but if I'm coming in, I got to do it my way. You got to trust me on this, right? So yeah, you have the draft boards where everybody, yeah, you have the stickers. You go up, they put the names on there. But sometimes you got to write some people in, right? So I'm sitting there, and I get to this draft. My buddy, my buddy Rob, a uh, good friend of mine, he's completely, he's just sitting back drinking, and I'm just doing the draft, right? He's, he's getting drunk. And it comes to our pick. Now, we're in like the 10th, 11th round. I go up there back to back 
and I write in the name Antonio Brown and Jimmy Graham. This is when Antonio Brown was fifth on the depth chart, and Jimmy Graham was stuck behind freaking Jeremy Shockey. Ooh. Okay? So I make these picks, and everyone's basically like, who the fuck is that guy? And, I, and Rob said, they go, you trust him making these picks with your money? He goes, let him do his thing. I assured you. I assured these people, once these guys got on the field, and they would get on the field, they would never come off. They would never come off, and I was right. I was right. And not only was I right, Jimmy Graham was one of the, the highest drafted tight ends in fantasy for the past, you know, for the, well, for the past four or five years now. He was a complete stud for a long time out there in New Orleans, and Antonio Brown is going down as one of the best wide receivers this league has ever seen. So, yeah, those are my sleepers. I think they're pretty flipping good. Yeah. Okay? And then also, um, I was on, and this is, this is more recently, uh, Devontae Freeman a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, I had him, they had him third on the depth chart. I, actually, I was on second. Everyone was on Tavon Coleman. I said, I, I said, flip it. Who you, you want to draft, you want to draft Freeman, not Coleman. Um, I was right about that. And then the following year, I told everyone to avoid Devontae Freeman because he was going top five in the draft, and I was right on that too. So those, those, that was my – but writing in Antonio Brown and Jimmy Graham were without question my two biggest, and also Travis Kelsey. I was on Travis Kelsey before anyone was on Travis Kelsey. So that's another one too. I, I'm that's really nice. good at, at scouting these players before they start coming on to do things. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rarely wrong, but I will find you guys that are buried on depth charts that eventually, as soon as they get on the field, they're studs. I mean, they're top picks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what about you, Joe? You got any fantasy sleepers? You usually just fall asleep during fantasy. Yeah, I'm just not that good with the picks. Okay. I just pick up big names, that's all. <laughs> what I else keep, you got, I buddy? keep it simple. All right. Do you get second opinions from, your doc, or from other doctors after your doctor tells you what's up? Okay, so fortunately enough, I have never had anything so serious that I had to go get a second opinion. Um, well, actually, I did have, I did think I had breast cancer at yeah. one point. Uh, I did have a lumpectomy done, but there was no second uh, opinion needed considering I could feel a lump in my chest. So uh, I was like, I have an opinion. I, I think I have something in my chest, and the doctor said, well, I concur. Well, I concur with you, doc, so let's cut this thing the freak out yeah, of me. Really. And it turned out to just be a fatty cell, and it was no problem. But... I haven't had to go get a, a second opinion, but if there was something so severe, I, th- I, I think there's nothing wrong with going to get a second opinion. But here's the thing, though, is that I feel that the doctor is almost like the chef at a restaurant. So it's like if you send it back, if you send the opinion back, does he mess with your diagnosis or your food? Like if I go, if I go and Joe, you're my doctor, right, which would never fucking happen, no, okay? Never. But if you're my doctor and I go, you say, you know, Lou, I, I, I think it's uh, – I think it's the big casino, right? I think, it, I think it's cancer. And you go, I go, yeah, you know, I appreciate that, but I, I think I'm going to go get a second opinion on this. And I, and I leave, and you go, all right, fine. Go get a second opinion. Okay, you know? You go out. All right, exactly. And I go out, I get the second opinion, I come back, and I said, you know, the other doctor's saying, you know, he thinks it, it, it might not be cancer. And you're going, yeah, you know what? You guys are right. It's not cancer. You got AIDS. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you think he just makes some stuff up just to kind of screw with you? And then when you go back to the other doctor and tell him what the first doctor said, because you don't trust, because now he thinks you don't trust him. So it, it, it creates this whole big love triangle, and it messes everything up. There's too many people in the room. That's so as much, copays, as, as much as I say I want to have a second opinion, I don't think I want to have a second opinion. Because you know what happens when you send the food back? It ain't coming back the same. No. It ain't coming back the same. There's DNA on that food. No. There's DNA on that food, okay? <laughs> No, my, my health issues, I had teams of doctors. Now, so Brenda, Brenda says, with cancer, second. you should get a second or third opinion. Now, of course, I would do that. I'm, I, this is obviously, I'm just joking. I would get 50 freaking opinions. Yeah. I had a whole team looking at me, so. You had a whole, now, what was that one for? Uh, a couple different things. I had a dissection in my artery and stuff like that, so. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, so, so you, yeah, so, but, but you went out there and you got several different opinions. Then. Yeah, I was in Jefferson, and yeah, I had cardiologists, neurologists, all kinds of people looking at me, so. Gotcha. All right. Next question, Chuck. They just knew I was messed up. All right. What was your biggest fantasy football defeat, and who would you say is your fantasy football rival? All right. My biggest fantasy football defeat. Now, I got to talk to this guy face-to-face several times, and then we finally sat down and uh, talked this shit out like man-to-man while I was in Minnesota. So I was one of those guys who fell victim to Brian Westbrook taking a knee. Uh, Now, here's the horror story behind it. Here's the horror story behind this. John Runyon told him that one. So here's the deal. Ready? Yeah, I talked to Runyon too. I did. I talked to Runyon <laughs> they too. They all talked about Bill. I talked, I talked to Big Runyon at the, at the Red Ball this year. Yeah. Really? No, not, it wasn't the Red Ball. It was at the, um, uh, what the hell was it? It was, um, oh God, what the hell event was it with Tony and Robin that I went to? It was something, but John Runyon was there, but I spoke to him about this. So, and the first time I talked to Brian about it, was I was actually with, uh, with our buddy Harry Mays, who's uh-huh. a local host here at 975 The Fanatic. Uh, he was, Brian Westbrook was doing the show with him at the time. Right. And Harry asked me to come in and just kind of hang out with him. And I was sitting there, and I was, I was off the mic, and I was just talking. And during a commercial break, <laughs> I brought it up to, to Brian, right? And then he asked me to bring it up on air, and I went into the story. And the story goes like this. So everyone knows that Brian Westbrook broke one loose against the Dallas Cowboys. But in that huddle, John Runyon said, now, Brian, if you bust this thing loose, take a knee, fall down, take a knee, because the clock will continue to run, and we ice the game. It is a very heady play. It's the smart play. It's the right play. But it's the asshole thing to do because people are in the freaking playoffs in fantasy football, all right? So Brian falls down. (laughs) Now, Now, if he goes in the end zone, I'm good. Doesn't matter, right? Here's the best part. The following night, I still have Adrian Peterson. Now, I had Peterson and Westbrook. My team was flipping low. I had Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Calvin Johnson, Brian Westbrook, and Adrian Peterson. Who the hell was in this draft with Keeper League, dude. I took Peterson as a rookie. Um, I took Peterson and Calvin Johnson as rookies, man. I took T.O. when he was out there in Cincinnati. And I I took Randy Moss when he was with New England. I had a bomb squad, dude. Now... So I, I go I, I have I still have Ryan Longwell, former kicker for the uh, for the Minnesota Vikings, and Adrian Peterson. Now all I need, all I need is if you know a few points out of these guys and we're good to go. He still had somebody else playing for Minnesota. I forget who it was. So anyway, I, what I needed was a hundred yards out of Peterson, and a touchdown, okay, and one point, <laughs> one more point out of Ryan Long. Now Peterson goes in the end zone. He gets my touchdown. Right. Okay. Ryan Longwell goes to kick the extra point. He misses the extra point. 
Okay? So now I'm, uh, so now I'm, I'm tied. Okay? The points are tied. Right. Adrian Peterson is at 100 yards rushing. If he gets me one more yard, I go up 0.1% of a point, and I win the game. He didn't take a loss. On the next carry, Adrian Peterson loses <laughs> one yard. So now I'm losing <laughs> by zero, by, by one-tenth of a point. After that, Peterson comes out of the game. The game's already out of hand. Oh, man. I lose on all that shit. Now, if Brian Westbrook just got into the end zone, if Ryan Longwell made an extra point, if Adrian Peterson just fell forward one time, Lou would have been happy. I win. And it is on that note that my biggest rival is Bill Klein. <laughs> Bill Klein is my biggest rival in fantasy sports. I hate you, Bill Klein. I hate you. There. Is that good enough for you, bastard? Now, that's the thing, too, about fucking fantasy. When you can call in, you give your war stories. What's the matter, Andrew? What are you mad, what are you mad about? Yeah, Bill Klein. He's an asshole. <laughs> I should call Bill. I haven't talked to Bill in a while. Everybody knows Bill Klein. I should call him. I haven't talked to him in a while. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. What about you, Joe? You got any horror stories? I can't beat that story. There's no way in hell. I'm not even going to try. If you got one better than that, tell I'm me. I'm not even going to try. So Doug McGregor checks in and says, my boss won his fantasy league on the last play of the season as his defense scored a 100-yard touchdown to end a game. Jesus. Really? That's, that's pretty huge. Wait. Wait. Everybody it couldn't have been. Was that Baltimore? Was that the Ravens versus Indianapolis against the Colts? Because I had five grand <laughs> on, on the Ravens playing the Colts one year, right? And I, I was going to lose. If it went to overtime, I was going to lose. But all of a sudden, Ed Reed picks off the pass in the end zone. And what does Ed Reed do? He don't take no knee. Ed Reed no. goes 105 to the motherfucking house for five grand. And that's the last <laughs> time I bet that kind of quiche on anything. Oh, man. All right, next question. I got all these horror stories. My anxiety is through the I freaking lost, roof right now. I lost 99000 on a uh, on a field, on a extra point. 99000 Oh, in FanDuel. I, I was. That's a whole other story, in man. In FanDuel. Yeah, I was in one of those 000. big old 99000 on an extra point. FanDuel's like, like no limit Texas hold man. You just can't handle the swings. You that's, get like, that's like cashing in your stocks. You really didn't lose it because you didn't really have right. it. I made over 48K, dude, in a did year really? playing FanDuel. Yeah, but most I did most of my – I did a lot of damage in the NFL, but I got on late. But uh, I was hammering the NBA, dude. Really? Yeah, I was I – was ha- I I, the thing is, man, when you do these daily fans things, you got to like – to zone in. Forget these big tournaments, like the all-day thing, because you got guys playing all these computers with like uh-huh. algorithms and all this stuff like that. It's so hard. What you want to do is you want to focus in on single-entry tournaments and just go big. Yes, you so, do. like, if you really know what you're doing, enter these fifty hundred-dollar single-entry tournaments. Now, it's a it, you know, there's a less there's less uh, people in the there's less people in the pool, so less people get paid, but you have a better chance of winning. Money of getting into the money if you know what you're doing. That's what I do. I get into smaller tournaments, but what I do is I don't play the all day things. I play one o'clock only, four okay. p.m. only, the late shift. Only. So what you do is you shrink the player pool down and you really focus, and that's where you start finding the uh, that that's where you start finding your best success right there because you're only allowed one entry. Right, one entry. Gotcha. All right, next question. Uh-huh. All right, what commercial is driving you nuts lately? Uh, the Comcast kid rapping. Okay, so locally here at Comcast Network, there's a there's a kid who's rapping 
That that's your that's your that's oh, your commercial. I can't stand that goddamn commercial. I um. <laughs> Let me see here. What commercial? Progressive's kind of taking a taking a break from flow. So yeah, that's a good one because flow was really getting on my nerves for a little while. Uh, would die. You know what commercial is so really? Yeah, you know I what like, commercial has? I like Jan from Toyota. She's all right. Yeah, you're thinking with your with your other head though, man. I, I, you know which one I got? I'm sick of is the is, is, that, is, is Bud Light. Anything Bud Light. Anything Dilly Dilly. Ah, yeah, I'm done with Dilly Dilly. Like yeah. I, I can't stand Dilly Dilly. I, I rather I rather have I don't know hot pokers put in my freaking eyeballs. I'm sure the dilly unveiling dilly. on Thursday will be something. Oh, like I dilly, can't freaking what Philly, a shit Philly. show that's gonna freaking be. I can't wait for that. God yeah. bless. Sixty thousand people completely annihilated to watch a banner drop and then fall out of the stadium on their fucking heads. And be completely annihilated drunk, but hey, you know what? I'll be there. You know, on the road to victory. <laughs> I never, I like a tailgate. I like a nice tailgate. I do. But I only like it for like a certain amount of time, like an hour or two. You know, the tailgate should be the warm up. It shouldn't be the whole freaking thing. Yeah, it shouldn't be longer than the game. Yeah, it should yeah, be. I like, you know, I go there for an hour or two, I have a beer or two, I did and that. I walk my way in the game and then I enjoy it. You know, what's that, Eric? It's going to be all that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, but listen, God bless the people that want to do it. That's a good time. That's I'll be down there by 4 on Thursday. i got to work till 3, so I'll get down there when I get down there. Okay. You're gonna, so are you, are you going to watch the game there? What's that? You're just going to tailgate and then leave? Oh, no, I'm going, I got tickets for the game. Oh, you got tickets for the game? Yeah. You're going in. Where are you sitting, Chief? Uh, 200, uh, 224, I think. You know, that's where I sat for uh, when I went to go see the Denver Bron- when I went to go see the Eagles versus the Broncos game really? last year. Yeah, I sat in, I sat in section 224. 224. Yeah, it was 224. So anyway, all right. Um, so yeah, it would be anything, anything Bud Light for me. I'm sick of it. Plus, it sucks. Plus, a beer, it's trash anyway. It's dog shit. Yeah. As I'm drinking a Miller Light, which isn't exactly much better, but hey. 242. Oh, okay. I know where you're at. All right. So go ahead, Charlie. Next question, man. All right. Next one. So we all seen this story about the uh, the, the two the couple that basically withheld the money from. The, uh, the homeless man who was addicted to drugs. It comes out today that they have squandered all that money on themselves. What should the punishment be for uh, okay. Okay. our two uh, friends that have squandered all the money in this GoFundMe scheme? Okay, so what these people did was they, they raised a bunch of money for a homeless man who helped them out. And they raised a lot of money, $400,000 they raised for this person. He gave her like 20 bucks, right? Yep. I think that's what it was. Yep. And they took everything. Yeah, they gave him 75, I think. Is that what it was, Charlie? He only saw 75,000 of it? Well, they gave him 75 and they bought him a nice trailer mansion and they bought him a truck and then they sold it both on him. So, I mean, did they really give him the 75? Not oh, really. Geez. They took the proceeds <laughs> from the sales. Ten bucks wow. as it was used truck. So, <laughs> listen. What, what do you do with that? They harshly garnish their wages. No, forget about harshly garnish their wages. I mean, they got to go to. Um, I mean, they got to go to jail. Yeah. How does he get the money though? How does he get the money? Yeah. That's money spent. That money's Ever? gone. I mean, they stole. I mean, it's it's it's. Yeah. You can't do that, man. I mean. It's exactly what it is. It's definitely fraud. I mean, this is like this is Bernie Madoff kind of stuff, man. You can't do this. That's, that's so sad. you have to you have you have to go you have to go to jail for this. Uh, I mean, what kind of a sentence do you really do? I mean, I'm sure. I mean, this isn't probation. I mean, you definitely do some prison time. I mean, you're probably doing at least three to five. 
Yeah. I would think. Not that I would know anything about that, but I'm saying you probably do. I mean, you're extorting funds. I mean, you're extorting money from this man. It's, this is his fund. But this is what happens. See, this is what happens with these GoFundMe people. All right, here's the deal. So the GoFundMe things, people get mad when they find out the money doesn't go where it's supposed to go. Charlie, you know about GoFundMe. You're don't sending you? money to people. <laughs> you're sending money to people, right? And then you get pissed off that you find out it didn't go there. So here's an easy way to stop from doing this. Make sure it's a reputable cause it's going to, and if there's a charity freaking link hooked up to it. Like when we do shots for TOTS here, right, for Children's Hospital and Autism Awareness, Yes. the, the money, I don't, Moonshine nor myself, not one dollar comes to us. When you donate online, it goes right to that organization, and you get a tax ID number sent right back to you. Right. So we don't see any of it. Mm-hmm. And when people, have, people ask, like, can you send money? Like, can we send you cash? No, you cannot. Yeah. No, you cannot. So the people that come here and they spend money for, like, the, when they do this, because uh, what happens is, like, every time you do a shot, Moonshine donates a dollar. Every shot taken at Moonshine for the entire month of December, a dollar goes to, to, to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Every time they do a shot, they mark the shot. Okay. So at the, end of the, at, the, at the end of the day, however many shots are taken, they take that, they, they, they basically what they do is they take that money, put it on the side. At the end, there's a, ta- there's a running tally, and then they write a check. That's good. They write a check. So we did like a, it was like just under a grand in a month, December. It's not bad. That's not bad just for the shot. We had a lot been, of drunks on this show. Well, it's not just that, but also the people that were donating just through, through yeah. uh, via the GoFundMe, you know, our, our buddy Chip Reederson out there in California. Yeah, he's a good uh, man. There was so many great just such giving people, Charlie, yourself, everyone who was just donating money, like hundreds of dollars uh, for this. And we did, it, we did a great job sending these people a, a nice Christmas and helping to find a cure, uh, you know, helping to hopefully find a cure for, for autism to find that missing puzzle piece. But the thing is, is that if, if it's not a reputable charity or there isn't a tax ID set up, like you're just giving someone money and they can just withdraw it. And then you get pissed off about it. You could just take yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I did this thing. Like, so when, yeah. I first, when I first started on the Tony Bruno show, we did the, uh, remember Luigi's training? The yes. transmission funds. So yes. my transmission went on my car, right? And uh, so Tony was like, we're going to go, as a joke, we set it up as a GoFundMe for the training. So there was like 300 bucks donated to this thing. I was never going to use it for my transmission. I scrapped the freaking truck anyway. I didn't care, right? right? I was never going to fix it. I took the 300 I literally showed a video. I th- took the $300 out. I wrote a check to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Gave the check to Children's Hospital Philadelphia on behalf of the Tony Bruno Show and its listeners. Right. That's what I did. And I didn't even write it off at the end of the year because that's not fair. Right. But that's why I, I took the money and I did it that way. But if you, if you get scammed off of this, don't go crying wolf, man. No. Don't go crying. You did it to yourself, man. You did it to yourself. But yeah, they agreed. But uh, whatever, just yeah, three to five or string them up. Whatever, either one. <laughs> I'm fine with either one. Three to five years or death. Either, either one. <laughs> All right, who's the biggest scumbag to push you out of or fire you from a job? Well, it'd be a boss, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be any boss? Who's well, the biggest I'll... scumbag or bully to push you out of a job? Yes. Um. Oh man, you know what? I I, I have a collection of a couple guys. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, listen, man. I've been. I've been up for a lot of bumps, you know, a lot of promotions and things like that. And I've gotten passed over for 
reasons that have nothing to do with my ability. Um, it have nothing to do with uh, my time there or anything like that. More of just like a favoritism kind of a thing. But I, I and even like a politically correct type of a thing also. Right. But I don't think I've ever been bullied out of a job. I've gotten yeah. screwed over. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been bullied out of it. No, I never got bullied. Or, or lost a job because of it. No. I got people fabricating some shit, but... Other- well, I mean, that always happens. Yeah. You always have people yeah. talking this and that, so... Yeah. But nobody bullied. All right, questions suck, Charlie. Next question. Thanks for the... No problem. What else you got? All right. Should businesses outside of gas stations and convenience stores be closed on Sundays? Is this a Chick-fil-A reference? <sighs> no, this is yesterday. Yes. I, I drove around. Yes. And there's places closed for once, and I was like, this is nice. Yes. I do believe that. I do believe Sunday places should be closed. I do believe there should be a day of rest. Not for religious reasons, but because the world's just too damn busy, dude. No one takes time to slow down exactly. and relax. Like, no one takes time to have family dinner anymore. No one takes time to go just do things, be with friends, be with whoever. Uh, everybody just wants to run around and just, just go shopping or do this or go do that. Wait to do that shit on Saturday. Do it on freaking Monday. But just have one day where people can go home and have some sort of quality of life. There's no quality of life in this country unless you have money. And, or, I mean, if you do, God bless you. I mean, if you've done well for yourself, then congratulations. But there is no quality of life. Most people that I know, that I associate with, work, work their ass off. They work their butt to the bone. They don't work two, three days a week and make $80,000 a year like some people that, that, that I know or used to know. Right. I, uh, Joe, you work, you work yeah. like a dog. I, I work, I, I'm not going to say no one works hard on me, but you know I put a lot of freaking time yeah. in. When I tell you I only work 70 hours this week, that's a blessing. Okay? No, Joe Quillen, he works a lot. Andrew, she works her ass off. Eric over there, he, that guy's, a, you know, he's, I don't know, like Kramer. I don't really know what the hell you ever did before this, <laughs> but, but you, do, you do Uber, you're all over the place. He eats Kenny Rogers Roasters. It, okay, it's all under the umbrella of Cray America. Now he's an exporter, but there is no, <laughs> there's no quality of life, and I just, I just think that it'd be nice for one day, just everything to shut down, or you know what, just have it open, have it open from Shorten like hours. eight to noon. Shorten hours, are just fine. eight to noon, and then everyone goes home. Everyone goes home for the rest of the day, business as usual, back on Monday. See, That's it. Where I grew up. We didn't have, like, before Home Depot and Lowe's, there was Heckinger, Builder Square, all those places. We had a small, um, uh, shit. Department like, store? Um, no, like a yard store. You know, like Drizzles, uh, Ace Hardware. Type. Okay, Hardware okay, I got store, you, like, I got you. Neighborhood and they were And they were closed on Sundays. So, like, you know, I know my dad would be like, oh, get this, all this stuff on Saturday so we could do stuff on Sunday, you know, in the yard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, how the hell are you supposed to get anything done? Like I said, either open from 8 to noon or just from like 12 to but 4. That I'm all right with. But that's it. You got, you got to have a – there should be a break. There should be a reprieve. But God damn it, I want Chick-fil-A on Sundays. I crave Chick-fil-A on Sundays, and those assholes aren't even open. Like Jason Nemroff checks in. He goes, lives, he lives paycheck to paycheck. So many people do. Yeah, really. You know, I used to get told – I used to get told, I get three Lou, paychecks, and Lou, I'm living all of them. Lou, you should, you should be saving. <laughs> saving. You should be saving so much. Like, I go – 
Yeah. How can I save when there's nothing <laughs> left? If these people would stop banging on my door, right. if, I, money, if I could hit a fr- if I could hit a parlay or a horse, I'd be fine. Yeah, really. No, I'm kidding. You can't. There's a, you know there, there's really not there's not much there to do anything with quality of life. I just think that Sunday. Just let's just have some time and maybe just eat a meal, be around some people that you enjoy, and not have to deal with the rest of the general freaking public for if once. I had man. extra That's money it. to buy a lottery ticket, I would. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. I got an expensive lottery ticket habit, dude. Do you? Yeah, I do. I like to win for life, man. They're nice. I don't like to win for life. It's, you never win. It's five hours. <laughs> you got to bet 20 bucks. You got to hit the 20s. Now, here's the best thing. Like, sometimes you go on a hot streak, right? A couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, but then you go on a cold streak. Yeah. And when you go on a cold streak, 20 shot, it kills you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Next question. All right, last one. Thank Who God. do you feel most comfortable with laying into when they mess up? Who do I feel most comfortable laying into when they mess up? Yep. Anyone who's sitting to my left or in this freaking podcast. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's easy. It's a slam dunk. But I got two, I got two Joes don't make a right. I got Joe Rufino, who is like, well, you're getting a little better. At least you're holding the pen, not a phone. Corrado's on his freaking phone just doing anything but. Well, I got to look over. Hey, Joe, I'm writing all this shit down. I look over. Joe, goes, Joe what are you doing? Huh? <laughs> and I love him. I love him to death. And I've never taken a bathroom break. Never taken a bathroom break. Even Charlie, when he sat when you sat down over here, I yelled at you. I yelled at Tony. I yelled at everybody. Anybody who's yeah. sitting on my left, they're just not doing things that way I need them done. Plus, and I can it, always control my earphones that are right in front of me. So that's I, why I leave yeah, it I right just, there. I, I can, can just turn it down when Luigi starts bitching. I trust you. I give you control. I'm not bitching. <laughs> I'm preaching. Oh, okay. There's a difference. You're trying to correct me. That's I'm not I'm trying to correct you. I'm trying to help you. There's a difference. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You look at it from the other side, Joe. You got it's different lenses, man. You got to switch the lenses, bro. All right. What about you, Joe? You got anybody you have fun coming out? Your like kids or anything like that? Oh yeah. Well, you know, like I don't like landing on my kids now. It happens a lot. You probably hurt them. They're little still. Nah, no nah, shit. My son's almost bigger than me. Um, nah, I'm I'm very easy going. If anybody knows me, they're probably laughing their ass off right now. But nah, I I don't really. You said something funny? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because I'm I'm easy going. Got it. Now I'm like a duck. So yeah, I, I can't see Joe laying into anybody. No. No, I, I don't. It takes a while. It takes maybe a on lot. a baseball field. Yeah, that's it's, umpire. Yeah, I've 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 embarrassed some umpires pretty bad. Like, now, it's funny, man, because like, it's you know you know on air I'm on you know we get animated about things we have to make yeah. points and stuff like that we go on rants and sometimes you talk about something and you get a little bit of uh you get you get passionate about it you get emotional about it. like I went on uh, a couple weeks ago you know talking about bullying and things like that which I'm gonna be actually getting into that um, shortly I'm gonna start being an advocate for it. Uh, for bullying or anti-bullying? Anti-bullying. Oh, okay. Not for bullying. I'm not going to just walk around and start beating people up. That's cool. But it's, it's for all across the board, for, for cyberbullying especially and, and, and physical and things like that, I'm going to be a big advocate for it and doing some speaking and things like that. So, what, but normally though, Joe, like, you know, you hear me get all wound up, but yeah. I'm pretty chill, man. I'm laid back. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't go too nuts about anything. I don't get too riled up about anything, but I don't want to, you know, people always say, oh, don't poke the bear on stuff like that. just... Don't get in my face. <laughs> That's it. Just don't get in my face. Everything's fine. That it, Chuck? Hey, fellas, that was fun. All right. Well, yeah, listen, but well, you're not done yet there, Charlie. You got to make a pick. What's that? For the Louis- what do you mean, what's ah, that? Nice. It's for the I'm Luigi excited. versus the listeners fantasy showdown. You know how this works, Charlie. Now, you guys already have yep. Randall Cunningham as your quarterback. That was a Nemiroff pick. You have Ricky Waters and Warwick Dunn at running mm-hmm. back. It's not bad. And you got Andre Rising at wide receiver. No, not bad. Okay. I have Wilbur Montgomery mm-hmm. running back. I have Julio Jones and Terrell Owens as my wide receivers and Tony Gonzalez <laughs> as my tight end. Now, you can go wide receiver, tight end, kicker, or defense. Now, Joe, you forgot to put the flex in there, Joe. 
Oh, did I? Oh, you bad. can put it on the bottom. Just put it on the bottom. We got a flex too, Charlie. You got a flex too. I'm going defense if you'd allow me, Joe. Early on the defense. And I'm picking the guy that I wore the, the number of my entire career of playing football. That's number 92, Reggie White. The greatest defensive player on either squad. And a hell of a nice of guy, time. too. Got to meet him a few times. See, now, now you can only go two ways with this. I'm, I mean, exactly. You can only go two ways with this. You can take the defensive line, okay, or which is smart. But here's the problem is that my wide receivers are loaded. And this is where you messed up because I'm taking Deion Sanders. Because you got, I got Julio Jones and Terrell Owens. Who the hell are you going to – Reggie White can't stop them. He can't stop yeah, but them. but how are they going to get the ball when he's ripping the quarterback's head That's off? not true because I haven't taken my quarterback yet. My quarterback can run. My quarterback can move. So, Charlie, you got to say something. You don't okay, become Mr. Funkin' Fancy. You don't go 15-1 and one by making bad picks here, okay? So now – you went ahead and took Reggie. Now, you can't go wrong with taking Reggie. The problem is, though, is that I was the one who should, like, it would have made more sense for me to take Reggie because you have the better running backs on your team right now. That would have stopped the defensive line. I had the wide receivers. You should have went with Deion Sanders. But, Charlie, it's a lesson I, you learned. You got to go with the greatest. It's a lesson learned, Chuck. Greatest of it's, all time. It's a lesson learned, buddy. And you stick with me. I'm, I'm going to learn. still the greatest of all time. He is, buddy. <laughs> he is, he is still, I, I, right, say so it one more time for I'll me. He's still the greatest of all time, all right? See you, Charlie. Have a good one. Yep. All right, everybody. Dr. Right, Catfish, Charlie, nice everybody. Time. That was fun, Joe. Now, James Dolan says, oh, shit, I forgot about Dion. Oh, yeah, you yeah. forgot Yeah, you forgot about Dion. He was a good one, right? He was a pretty good one. All right, now, Joe. Oh, that's funny how we just talked about that. We're going to make a couple back-to-back picks, and then we're going to wrap this thing up because i got to get into my daily fancy plays, and we're going to make some actual picks. Now, the listeners pick. Do you guys have a pick? You have a, what's your pick? Are oh, you going to go kicker early? Okay. Go for it. What's the, what, who do you want? David Akers. Okay, David Akers for the kicker. <laughs> you can have David Akers. You can have David Akers is off the board. He's a good, Yes, you can. Yes. You can. You can no, I'm, David okay Akers. With him. Listen, Fine. David Akers is one is one of the better kickers in NFL history. He is. He's one of the better kickers in NFL history, and that's fine. I don't have to waste my pick on a kicker right now. Exactly. I don't have to pick the kicker you, right you now. You might not need to have a pick. That kicker I right probably now. don't need to have a kicker. <laughs> so I'm going to take a flex right now because I'm going to steal him away from your wide receiver spot. I'm taking Howard Carmichael. At the flex. That's fine, because Mike Quick's got better numbers anyway. That's fine. I'm taking Carmichael, because how the hell are you going to stop Carmichael and Julio Jones in the red zone? This is bad, buddy. It's bad. Make sure you write it all the way out, because people I, need to I, see I, how bad this is when, gonna, when, when you post it on, on, on Twitter. So I'm going to go ahead and give the, uh, the daily fantasy value plays. Again, I give these every single week. These are the, the, the picks that help you keep you under the cap, but in the cash, okay? I give, you four, I give you four players. I give you quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and a tight end. Uh, we're going to go with Andy Dalton at Indianapolis. He's only 6,800 on FanDuel. I play on FanDuel. You can play on any forum you like, but I play on FanDuel. Uh, they do not sponsor the show, so FanDuel, if you're listening, <clears throat> pony up. So he's 6,800. He's at Indianapolis. Then we're going to roll with Alex Collins. We mentioned him earlier, Joe, in the show, running back for the Baltimore Ravens. He's home against the Buffalo Bills, 6,700. 
A uh, little gamble here. We're going to gamble Mike Williams, not Mike Lowry, but Mike Williams, second-year player, second-year pro now out of the Los Angeles Chargers. That's six in a row now, Joe. Uh, but he was hurt all of last year. He's home against the Kansas City Chiefs. They have no secondary whatsoever. Well, they have some people, like, you know, by definition. Yeah, they have the those spot. numbered jerseys. But, yeah, but they're not any good. He's only 5,400. Now, Mike Williams is a guy who could spring free for a big, big score against that Kansas City defense. And then, uh, Benjamin, don't call me Randy Watson. All right, the the, uh, the tight end from the uh, from the New Orleans Saints, who is on our fantasy team, Joe, but he won't start over Gronkowski. But he's only forty nine hundred. I'm sorry, he's only forty nine hundred this week, uh, and he's a good play. He's a solid play. And I also give it. I oh, I did. I give a defense this week. So that's nice. You throw out the, the amount too. Yeah, I give a defense. I, I do. I give, so people have to understand nice, how how cheap he is. I appreciate that. So the defense. Uh, I'm going to give you two is the Cardinals. Now, they're home against the Washington Redskins, and they're 4,100. Now, the Cardinals, again, people aren't so big on I'm I'm kind of high on the Cardinals. This, I, I'm high for being on the Cardinals, but I'm high on the Cardinals this, this year, and I think they're going to make the playoffs because I also think that here's, here's where I'm high. I think Sam Bradford's staying healthy the whole damn year. Uh, That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, you're out of your mind. That's the problem. So, there you have it. I need Chip to call Andy in. Andy Dalton, Alex in. Collins, Mike Williams, Benjamin Watson, and the Cardinals' yeah, defense. There's I need your that. I'm going to take place. a screenshot of that one. There's your value place. Now, I'm taking a pick of that one, Lou. What's that? Of your list that you just made right there. You want that? Yeah, I'm going to need that for this one. You can actually just text me, Joe, because you know we're friends. Yeah, I know. I can just give you the number. Now, it's, it's the listener's pick. Joe? You guys got anybody? What's it going to be? Eric, now you got anybody? You can go wide receiver, tight end, or flex here for the, for, for the, uh, for the listeners. Now, you guys are pretty stacked there at running back with Ricky Waters and Warwick Dunn. Now, your wide receivers is Andre Rise, and he's out there by himself. He's like the fourth. Now, I think he's the fourth. Now, you could go. You could go. You we have Ryzen right now. You have Andre Ryzen right now. I mean, you got Sean Jackson's out there. Mike Quick. Da- Roddy, Roddy, Roddy White. White's out there. Tommy McDonald's out there. You Mike, go Irvin Fryer. Deshaun Jackson. He's the fourth. Deshaun Jackson. Deion Sanders is going to eat his lunch. Eat his lunch. Tutti a tavola a mangiare. Now, so you took two. <laughs> you don't know what that is? That's literally a pastiage, man. Tutti a tavola a mangiare. That's what we say in Italian. So Everybody you, at the table. Go, time to eat. You went with D-Jax, right? Yeah, D-Jax. So now it's my pick. I'm going to let him call him that because I know him. I'm going to go running back. I don't really know. And I can't believe I'm going to do this. He screwed me once before, but I got to put him out there. But I'm going to go Eagles. I'm taking Brian Westbrook. <laughs> I'm taking Brian Westbrook. See, uh, and that's where you're going to lose. That's where you're going to lose it right there. Oh, man. I've been waiting all day to say that to you. <laughs> oh, that's bad. So, all right. So now you got one more, two more spots yeah, left, Joe. Man. Let's finish this thing up. Tight end, flex. Roddy White at the flex? Roddy White or uh, Mike Quick? Um, I know Roddy White had a hell of a year. He had, like, what, like... Roddy White, was, Roddy White was a very solid player for a long... Yeah, I, Roddy White's a good pick. I go Roddy White. I'll take Roddy. Yeah, Roddy White's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. You need a QB and a kicker. Yeah, well, I'll take the, the kicker real quick. I'll just go Morton Anderson because he's... The okay. best ever. And he's 900 years old. It's fine, dude. Care how old he is. Why would I not take him? So he's the yeah he's one of the exactly he's one of the rare kickers in the in, in the Hall of Fame. 
I'm looking for the uh, for the sounder I have here, and I, I can't. See, we're back. Ah, there we go. Beautiful. You go Ertz or you go LG Crumpler for you for the tight end for the for the for the listeners. Who? Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson. Yeah. Ertz? Yeah, but he was he wasn't that much of a. Oh, you're drinking a Kool Aid, was he? So yeah, in the Randall Cunningham years, I, I, it's hard to go. I, mean, you, I almost had to go Keith Jackson at this point. Yep, yep. There you go. Well, just a hit on uh, Pepper Johnson, right? So we go, Keith Jackson. All right, we'll go. And I'm going to make the last pick. Crystal Chandelier. I'm going to make the last pick. I'm going to go with uh, my, Jones? my quarterback. Now I can go. You know I'm not going Matt Ryan. I hate Matt Ryan. So we cross him off the list. He's off the list. I ain't taking Chris Chandler because he's <laughs> off the freaking list. Super Bowl winner. Exactly. I'm not going with Steve Van Buren because he's just too damn. He's just too, he's just too damn. I'm not taking Christ Wentz either. I'm not taking Carson. I'm not taking Rodney Pete. I'm not taking Matt Schaub. I'm not taking Michael Vick. This pick is brought to you by Campbell's Chunky Soup. Not going sensational. And he will always love you. But I'm taking my boy Donnie Mack at quarterback because Vintage McNabb was one hell of a quarterback. Donovan? Donovan. So my pick, so here it is. That wrapped it basically up right there. Tie it with a bow. Slap it, flip it, rub it down. And the picks are for the listeners. Here's the final teams. We're going to be posting this on, on, on Twitter later on for the people to have the vote to see who wins. I should be going 1-0, barring some sort of a miracle here. And Joe setting up 55 burner accounts. Now, I have done that before. The listeners at quarterback have, Don, uh, have uh, Randall Cunningham. The running backs are Ricky Waters and Warwick Dunn. The wide receivers are Andre Bad Moon Rising and Deshaun Jackson. The tight end is Keith Jackson. The kicker is David Akers. The defense is Reggie White. And their flex is Roddy White. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. Now, let me show you how it's done. The quarterback is Donovan McNabb for my team. The running backs are Wilbur Montgomery and Brian Westbrook. My wide receivers are Julio Jones and Terrell Owens. My tight end is Tony Gonzalez. Those three right there. <laughs> my kicker is Morton Anderson. My defense is Deion Sanders. And my flex is Harold Carmichael. Now, I was close. I was close on the flex of going Herschel Walker or LaShawn McCoy. You never know what personnel you're going to get out of Herschel, though. No, you don't. But here's some of the players that were left off that list. Now, you have Michael Turner. Remember, remember Michael Burner Turner? And uh, Villanova, Brian Finneran. And Jamal Anderson, who only had that one good year, yeah. but it was a Pro Bowl year. He was Dirty Bird. Yes. And then on the tight ends, we left off, uh, no one took Chad Lewis, uh, Brent Selleck, or Algie Crumpler. Yeah. Any of those were, you know, I mean, Keith, I think Keith Jackson and Tony Gonzalez were the, Yeah, before yeah, the Dawkins you, hit. Yeah, you take Algie Crumpler, I'm definitely Crumpler going basically killed that. But that was the, the, uh, the fantasy portion of the program. Now it's time to get down to the actual <laughs> business, brother. For the pick segment. This is where I give you my four pack of picks. But not just my four pack of picks. There's other four, there's other packs of picks going on, like Tony Bruno's stone cold lead pipe lock picks. Okay? Now it's hard to believe the NFL football season is back, but we're already ready for week one action, Joe. And the world famous stone cold lead pipe locks by Tony Bruno, my boy. Yes. Alright? He's now he's running, he's running with uh, his boys over at usbetguide.com. Alright? It's at play Sugarhouse. So what this this is a cool new betting website. Now we do know that like uh, that New Jersey, the state of New Jersey is now 
legalize sports gambling. You see the sports books are starting to open up like they were in Delaware and always in Las Vegas in the, in the, on the West Coast. But, you know, before this, you had to go to either Las Vegas to place a legal bet or somewhere offshore. You had to go drive to Delaware if you're, in the, if you're not in the local area. But now you can place a bet in New Jersey. But here's the best part is that even like right now on usbetguy.com, like you can go on there, you set up your account, right? You go in there, so this is where, this is, this is where the, the catch-22 comes in because right now betting in, in Pennsylvania is not legal sports betting, but New Jersey's right over the bridge. Right. It's a little closer than Delaware, right? Now, people outside of the city don't have to worry about this kind of stuff, but the people that live in Philadelphia do. But if you want to make a, a, a legal sports bet, if you don't feel like calling Nunzio down the street or you know, having to deal with that kind of stuff and you ain't got the scratch, you download, you, you go in there, you sign up, right? Okay. And then what you do is you just drive right over the bridge <laughs> and you place your bets. But here's the beauty. You, you don't have to be in New Jersey to collect your money. Nice. You don't have to be in New Jersey to deposit money. You don't have to be in New Jersey for any of those things. You could be anywhere you want in the, in the world to do that. But in order to make these bets, like, now there's other states where sports betting is legal and you can do these things. However, to place a bet, if you're in Pennsylvania, you have to drive over to New Jersey. Which, again, for someone like myself who's 30 seconds over the bridge, rather than having to drive to Delaware or drive to Atlantic City, right. I can just literally just go, go over to, Ta to, to Tacony Palmyre and over to Ben Franklin, over to Walt Whitman. And I can just step on over there. And once I'm in New Jersey, I can place my bets, come back home. It's simple. It's easy. Fill up because you don't. Right. And yeah. you make a U-turn right before you go through the toll. Like, I'm just stopping for two seconds. You get some gas. You Absolutely. put in some action. You never know. That's exactly how it works. But you go to usbetguide.com. Now, I know it sounds kind of crazy to think of it that way. But once, you know, once Philadelphia, Pennsylvania actually starts getting uh, back up with the times here. And they catch up and they start allowing uh, sports gambling to, to – uh, well, possibly next month, Joe Quillen says, they allow sports gambling to start taking place here. You won't have to do this because you'll be able to do this at Sugar House Casino. Nice. Okay? So you sign up. You go to, to www.playsugarhouse.com. All right? And you register with the promo code BRUNO, B-R-U-N-O. Is that through Sugar That's House his name or is that through the US No, no. It's, you can do it through either word. But, oh, okay. but www.playsugarhouse.com is where you want to go to enter the promo code BRUNO because oh, okay. you will get 100% match. On your first deposit, up to 250 bucks. So you deposit 250 dollars. They're gonna match your 250 dollars. You got 500 bucks. You got half a stack, half a brick ready to roll, and you start getting some parlay action going. You get the teasers going, straight up, whatever, however you want to bet it. But they're gonna give you up the. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna match your first deposit up to 100. percent So you just enter the code Bruno B R U N O and start playing today. Now Tony has his picks on the website, so you go there. He's gonna get Mr. Mundanet himself. Tony is going to be putting his picks out there and releasing them on the website every single week. And you can go there to usbetguide.com, and you'll be able to see his picks. You can take his advice. And if I were you, I'd take it to the bank because Tony's pretty locked in. Mm -hmm. Now, I made some picks. I piggyback off of, one of his, off of one of his picks. But I like some other things. So I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings at home, coming off that stinger here in the NFC Championship games. Exit Case Keenum. Enter Kirk Cousins. Yeah. They're laying six to San Francisco. The Jared McKinnon coming home party is still going to happen, but McKinnon's going to be in street clothes when it does happen because they're missing their running back. San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo's first, uh, what you call it, first start of the year is going to come on the road. He's not bringing any porn stars with him, but there's plenty of action in Minnesota, let me tell you. All right, let me tell you. But I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings laying the six against the San Francisco 49ers, so we'll lock that one in there. Then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to shift gears and go to Baltimore, where we mentioned that game earlier. Like I said, a little home cooking against those Buffalo Bills. The Nathan Peterman experiment's going to happen. And the Baltimore Ravens 
up. It was minus three is now up to seven. They're laying seven at home. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. Then I'm going to go to Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. Well, we're going to take. We're going to go to Miami actually. And I'm taking the Tennessee right. Titans minus one and a half against the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are a team, and I I, I really can't see winning more three or four games this year. Saying even on this one. Well, I got minus one and a half, and that was up to date at about an hour ago. Okay. Now, that could have switched, but I'm taking the Tennessee Titans on the road. And then Denver. The Denver Broncos at home laying the three against Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks are a banged-up offense uh, with a even ba- more banged-up defense. I will take Denver to only have to score about 14 points offensively and let the defense <laughs> take it the rest of the way and hammer home the Seattle Seahawks. And there you have it. There's my picks. I'm taking Minnesota. Minus a six. Baltimore lays a seven. Tennessee with the one and a half. And Denver minus three. And don't forget, go over to usbetguide.com, www.playsugarhouse.com. Enter the code Bruno, B-R-U-N-O. That is his name-o. And uh, they will match your deposit up to $250, 100%. Joe, yes, that's sir. how you do it, man. That's how you do it. Now, we're going to – I, I got to lay some action. So I'm going to go – I'm going to go do that. Because for me, it's easier. Because, you know, I, I, like to, I like to go to the sportsbook. I love the sportsbook feel. But I can't be driving to Lang City every damn day. Now, I'll be over there for the when – I, when I go to run the AC Marathon. Right. That's going to be the marathon. Me running back and forth to the sportsbook, sportsbook betting first half, betting second half. Then you got to freaking – then you got to, you know, you got to hedge your bet on this side. <laughs> it's a lot of – it's a lot of running. I mean, it says 10K, but I'm going to run at least 30, 40K right. out of there, hopefully, maybe 50K if I hit some parlays. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. See how I changed it? I hear 50K? you. There you go. Now, you don't think uh, Cleveland's going to um, get their free Bud Lights? No, we said when that was going to happen. Right. It's not going to be until yeah. at least week four, if at all, it's not going to happen. They so Cleveland, what happened? So, Cleveland, so Bud Light uh, has, they've hoarded themselves out to the general public. And what they've done is they went and they stocked. Bud Light fridges in local bars and establishments that will unlock by computer when the Browns win their first regular season game. They've also said that to ensure freshness, they will restock the, the they will reshuffle the beer every month because they know they're gonna have to do this at least two to three times. You know what I'm saying? This could be at all. There could be a lot of beer wasted here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But the best part is, is that you know it's it's that they do it that way so they can ensure that whoever's in the bar at the time is 21 years old. Yeah, Michael Kendricks will be doing the unlocking. All of a sudden, you get into the freaking Michael Kendrick experiment over there. But that's ridiculous, man. But so, Joe, that, that's it. That was the first Funkin' Fantasy of the season. Completely done, man. We're done. That's it. The show is, uh, is, is coming to a close. And I haven't played this close. I, it felt good to play the open. Like, I played the open on Saturday. Yeah. It was like a soft open because I haven't heard the funk open in a while. But this is my favorite close, and it's been a while, and I'm, I'm going to fire my boy Jamiroquai right now. There it is. I love that piano, man. Let you know it's time to go home. <laughs> Old Dirty Bastards off for the year. Everybody get out. But we're not done. So, Joe, we, Joe, we did two shows, four days, rapid fire, six hours of radio. Yep. People, it's football. What's that? It's now dark now at yeah, 830, right. so it's football season. Uh, this time, the next two days, football season gets underway as the Atlanta Falcons visit the uh, reigning Super Bowl 52 champion Philadelphia Eagles. Will they repeat? I don't know. I don't know, Joe. It'll be fun. But it will be fun. And the, the, the most important thing is, forget the regular season. Fantasy football is back, <laughs> you sons of bitches. It's time. It's time to pull your hair out. It's time to forget about what the score is, but to worry about who scored. That's what matters, That's Joe. It. It's not about what scored. It's 
who scored. Team to make some money. So, Joe Rafino, thank you for joining me. Joe Quillen's in the house. Thank everybody. you, Cohen, stopping by. Thanks, everybody, coming out. The Moonshine, they come out here every single Tuesday. We do it live. And then, uh, like I said, we got some other things coming up pretty soon. It's going to be a lot of fun. Joe Corrado should be back next week. Hopefully, we'll see him. And then, uh, Joe, you, you make sure you come on back, too. We thank, uh, thank Dr. You, Catfish Charlie for hanging out. Give us a Tuesday 10. And uh, like I said, we'll be posting the results from the Luigi vs. the Listeners um, Fantasy Showdown on Twitter after this. Speaking of Twitter, you can follow myself at LuigiCurdo22. Follow Joe, Joe Rufino at Ruin Tomorrow. Ruin today. today. Ruin today. He's Great. ruining tomorrow once tomorrow starts. That's it. And make sure you're following the show at Funkin' Fantasy. We're approaching milestones in followership. That's it. That's it. We're getting these quality follows now, Joe. It's not more these quantity follows. It's quality follows. <laughs> it's, quality. it's all about quality, man. It's substance. Not substance abuse, which we'll be doing here at Moonshine Next Door as soon as we get done here. Right. Because the tab is light this week. We took it easy on Rich. <laughs> I got to hit him hard, brother. I don't got to go to work till five tomorrow. Not four, but five. All right, now I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking shit now. There you go. So anyway, in the meantime, I'm Luigi Kurtz to remind you it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. Music and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.